Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Good morning! Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's time to wake up. <laughs> it's five, and we're live. Oh, is this thing on? I don't care. I want him to hear. This is the pregame show. Your early morning shot of sports on 95.7. The game. Come on! Yes, sir. Good morning, family. Stephen Langford in with you. Happy Thanksgiving Eve. Happy Black Wednesday. If you're going to go out and do that whole drinking thing, make sure you be safe tonight, which is a long time from now because it's 5 a.m. in the morning. But it is the last show of the week here on 95.7 The Game. And I wanted to, at least for me, and I wanted to have a little fun today. Wanted to start off this segment at 888-957-9570. This is a huge listener participation day. Now, Clay Thompson of the Golden State Warriors had his first practice yesterday. And he spoke... To the media, and we got a ton of sound to get to from Clay Thompson. When Clay, when Clay Thompson speaks, I don't think there's anybody else in Bay Area sports that people would rather hear talk than Clay Thompson. I don't think there's anybody else in Bay Area sports. Everyone else, we're getting a little fatigued by it. Sometimes we wanted to hear what Jimmy G had to say when everything was going on with Trey Lance. Now that the 49ers are winning games, Jimmy G's back to just being his boring self again at the podium when he just doesn't reveal anything. Thank you, Tom Brady, for teaching him that. Kyle Shanahan. I think everyone's kind of tired of hearing him talk at this point. Because he just, uh, you know, there, there, it's, a, it's a lot of jumbling of the words. And there's no one really on the 49ers you want to hear talk anymore. With the Warriors, of course you want to hear Steph. If you want to hear Draymond, you could download Draymond's podcast and listen to an hour of him straight up talking. You don't have to wait for a podium for him. But Clay Thompson is the one guy, and Steve Kerr as well. You love to hear Steve Kerr and hear his thoughts. I mean, you love to hear him on Damon and Rado Weekly. But Clay Thompson's the one guy that everybody's been waiting for, and we have a ton of sound to get to. But it's a huge listener participation day. And I want to start out this first segment like this at 888-957-9570. And I want to do this at 5 a.m. I like to do this early in the morning because not many people are listening except for you in your car right now. And this is the time. 
right now at 5 a.m., up till 5.15, when we're the only ones awake, what's the overrated Thanksgiving dish at your table? It's okay. It's a safe place here. It's a safe space. Hell, I could take this out of the podcast if you want. We could just have this be one live on-air conversation. What's the one grievance you have to get out about a Thanksgiving dish that's always at your table? What's the overrated Thanksgiving dish at 888-957-9570? That's what I well, that's what I want to start off with. Start off with. Then later on in the show, we're going to do a little thanks taking. Instead of Thanksgiving, we're going to give takes in which people should be thankful for. One sports opinion that nobody else has that you should be thanked for that you have because no one else has it. So we'll get to that later on in the program. A big listener participation day. So 888-957-9570. That's what I want to start off with, though. The most overrated Thanksgiving dish at your table. But real quick, this is just super random and something that I wanted to bring up at the beginning of the show. I understand Saturday Night Live. This is super random, but Saturday Night Live. Kind of falling off, right? A lot of people, if I if you talk about Saturday Night Live, if you talk about anything within the Saturday Night Live realm, everyone just responds, Saturday Night Live sucks now, it hasn't been the same for years. Totally understandable. But there was one skit that I saw, because I'll catch a couple of videos here and there on YouTube, and there was one recent skit that I saw, it was called Man Park. And really what it was, it was basically a dog park, but for men who are in these relationships where they just stay at home all day and wait for their girlfriends to come home or wives and they just start spouting random facts like Vin Diesel has a twin brother did you know that and the girlfriend's just not interested at all so there's a man park a place where the man can go and just let all his thoughts out in this one specific park and everyone else there is going to be attentive and they're going to be interested in what they're talking about because well these are other guys in this man park isn't that kind of what sports radio is? <laughs> you know? I was thinking about that. Isn't that kind of what sports radio is? Where we're just, I mean, luckily, you know, my girlfriend, Jesse likes sports. So anything I talk about when I get deep into it, she's actually pretty interested, which is kind of cool. But in other terms, I've, I've, I've heard other guys say that, yeah, I was trying to tell my girlfriend about it. She had, she had no interest. She had no interest. So basically, sports radio is like a man park. <laughs> Or just a significant other park, whoever. I mean, of course, there are women who listen to the radio, but there are also the women who possibly have significant others who don't watch sports at all. You know, we got a we got a few callers here and there that are like that. But that's kind of what sports radio is. I don't know. I just kind of thought about that when I saw that video yesterday. But 888-957-9570. I'm already getting some texts here. What is the overrated Thanksgiving dish at your table at 888-957-9570 from the 408 turkey exclamation park exclamation mark overrated from the 415 cranberries for sure from the 510 turkey always better the next day that's uso ice from hayward and then from the 510 most overrated side dish stuffing slash dressing is garbage bread that's bow and okc So I was seeing something yesterday, and I don't know why we don't do this with all athletes, but it was Mac Jones and Matthew Judon, both from the New England Patriots, whose comments went viral when they were asked about the most overrated dish at the Thanksgiving table. And Mac Jones said, 
any kind of pie, any kind of pie, whether it be apple, blueberry, pumpkin, whatever it is, I agree on the pumpkin part. I agree. I don't think pumpkin pie is that good. I'll eat it if it's there because I just enjoy pie. But then when I start to go through it, I'm like, this is I don't like the texture of this. It's not very good. But how do you not like pie in general? Because Mac Joe just said any kind of pie. Totally disagree with that. And then Matthew Judon, his comments went more viral because he said that macaroni and cheese is overrated because it's just cheese and noodles. I heavily disagree with that, too. How can you call mac and cheese overrated? Especially when you say something as simple as, it's just cheese and noodles. It's not just cheese and noodles. It's not just cheese and noodles, Matthew. It's not. It is a cacophony of flavor that involves cheese and noodles that is delicious. You could put breadcrumbs on it. You could put different types of cheeses. Mac and cheese is beautiful. I have to agree, though, with the turkey overrated people. With the 510 and the 408 here. Because I got two two texts already as we're talking about the most overrated Thanksgiving side dishes, Thanksgiving whatever, any dish that you want. I think that turkey's good. And I got in a little bit of trouble because I did an entire show, I think two years ago, was it two years ago or last year? Because last year, I think I asked on Thanksgiving, the the day before Thanksgiving, what's the one dish that you cook that might be unique to other dishes? Because I was interested in that. But I think two years ago, I did a whole entire show about how turkey's overrated. And I got some texts on the text slide saying that I'm un-American and actually that it was... An offensive, sh- an offensive show, <laughs> like, like I, as if I'm some, con- as, as as if I'm some controversial radio host, like of the Alex Jones of ninety saying that turkey's overrated. Someone was not thrilled with me saying that it is, and doing an entire show on it. But the worst part, I can take the text, that's fine. But the worst part was, I go to Thanksgiving. And for the first time ever, my family decides to listen to the show, and they happen to hear the whole thing about how turkey's overrated. So when I get to the, when I'm in the line, you know, we always do that, there's always that awkward line where it's just, oh, who's going to be the first one to go? And then there's always the macho person who's like, I'm going to be the first one. (laughs) You guys can wait around. You know, there's always that awkward line. But when I got to the turkey, everyone started commenting, overrated? What is this, overrated? Is this not good enough for you? Is this turkey good enough for you? And it started getting, you know, patronized for it. <laughs> I, I was, I, I, I'm never saying turkey's overrated again. However, this is a safe space, I feel, at five in the morning. I got to agree. I got to agree. It's so much better. It, you know, turkey on its own is fine. It's okay. And, you know, white meat, dark meat, whatever it is. I don't, I, I don't really care. But the sandwich is so much better the next morning. Like, turkey is great for sandwiches. And then, you know, you put the, you, you soak a, a piece of bread and gravy the next day. Because the post-Thanksgiving meal is fantastic. The post-Thanksgiving sandwich that you can make. You soak the bread and gravy. Then you put it in the middle of the sandwich. And you kind of treat it as if it's a post-Thanksgiving Big Mac. 
except it's a turkey sandwich. Oh, fantastic. But turkey on its own? I don't know. If I'm going to get, if I'm going to fill my plate up and I'm going to, let's pretend it's like a pie chart, the smallest slice of it, the smallest amount, I'm just not going to have as much turkey. I'm going to make more room for everything else on the plate. Like, that's my strategy when it comes to Thanksgiving. And I got to say, you can have mashed potatoes and mac and cheese and all these different things on any on any given day. Really, you can. You can make mashed potatoes all you want. But for some reason, on Thanksgiving, it hits different, doesn't it? It, it, hit, it, hits, it hits completely different. Where... The, the, the mashed potatoes, if you make them, you know, on not an everyday basis, nobody wants to make mashed potatoes on an everyday basis, but if you make it, say, on a weekly basis, say you make it once a week, you don't necessarily put as much effort as you do into this one day. So I'm all about the mashed potatoes on the one day. I got someone here at, 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 from the 707 testing in saying mashed potatoes are overrated. I'm thinking, no. No, they're not. Not on Thanksgiving. They're 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 built different on Thanksgiving. For the nine two five, Mac Jones is right. Pie is trash. Only exception pie is a chocolate cream from Nations. Come on, nine two five. You don't like apple pie? How do you not like apple pie? It's fantastic. Also, another one of my favorite things to do on Thanksgiving with these Thanksgiving types of shows is to make you feel bad about your food decisions. We love doing that as a society. What? You don't like that? What is wrong with you? <laughs> Everyone has their own personal preference, but we all make them feel terrible for their own personal preference. That's what we do. That's just, that's just, that's just what we do as humans. From the 408, remember, if it doesn't sound like mac and cheese, you are not doing it right. The sound. Big ASMR guy, the 408. From the 619, good morning, nice guy. Happy Thanksgiving to you and yours. The overrated thing for me is cranberry out of a can. That shod the trucker from the 619. Yeah, I'm, I, I don't really add the cranberry anywhere on my on my Thanksgiving plate. I just don't. From the 510, Stephen from Hercules, I'd say turkey. That's overrated. That's why I'm making prime rib. Yeah, we see, we are so used to tradition, right? And I wonder if it's ever just going to move on because turkey, going all the way back to when Thanksgiving was originated, turkey's the original bird that was used, but there's been so many more cuts of meat. So many more cuts of meat that have come to the forefront. Like, if the turkey wasn't there, I wouldn't be mad. I really wouldn't. I'd be mad the next day because I wouldn't get that post-Thanksgiving turkey sandwich. And I can't remember what Ross from Friends called it, but there was an entire episode dedicated to that. And I can't remember what it was. I'd have to Google it. Man, I don't know. I guess turkey would be the one if I had... If I had to choose one, now that we're here at 514 in the morning, I guess Turkey would be the one. 888-957-9570 is the text line and the phone number if you want to weigh in. Uh, but we do have a caller here at line one at 888-957-9570. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hey, this is Burns from Fremont. Burns from Fremont. And, What's going uh, on, I'm Burns? a little ticked off on all, all these turkey haters. I mean, give me a break. <laughs> you know, it's not, don't blame the turkey. Don't blame the turkey. Blame the person cooking the turkey. Obviously, if you don't like turkey on Thanksgiving, yeah. the person cooking the turkey isn't doing a good job because that—that uh, <laughs> that is the guest. That is the prime MVP of the show is the turkey. I mean, you can have a prime rib, but 
Are you going to take a pitcher with a big prime rib leg in your hand? No, you're going to take a pitcher with a big turkey leg in your hand, right? And, uh, you know, definitely I've always, since I've been a little kid, I've always wondered about the cranberry. You know, a couple of my aunts always go off, oh, cranberry, cranberry. It's like, ugh, I'm just, I've never been a big fan of the cranberry. Uh, People that hate pies, oh, my God, give me a break. (laughs) Um, The only pie, the only pie that you get, that you get uh, messed up on is the mince. Do not eat the mince pie. Every now and then, Yo. you'll get a piece of pie and you'll start eating it. It's the mince. Oh, gosh, that, that's the worst one. Or rhubarb. My grandma used to love, rest mm. in peace, grandma, but rhubarb pie is not good, man. But uh, apple, cherry, it, uh, hey, that pumpkin pie is definitely, you know, it's, it's put a little cool whip on that. That thing is rocking, man, rocking. But, uh, you know, you have a great Thanksgiving. Everyone in the Bay Area have a great Thanksgiving. Just can't wait till tomorrow. Burns, that's that's the best call we're going to get today. That That's the best call we're going to get today. 5.15 in the morning, Burns from Fremont. He brought it. That's what I'm talking about right there. That dude had takes, man, for Thanksgiving, and I like it. Happy Thanksgiving to all of you, though, for for real. Um, I appreciate everybody who listens to this show, and I think I could speak to the station when I say that we appreciate all of you who listen to the station on a day-to-day basis or from time to time, whenever you can uh, manage to get into your car, whenever you can listen on the Odyssey app, whenever you find the time and you switch us on, it's 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 really great. So I love it when you interact, um, especially this early in the morning. It's a big help for me. Happy Thanksgiving to all of you. We're going to continue to talk about this sort of stuff on the other side. We got some Clay Thompson sound. It's going to be a happy thanks-taking here on the pregame show. That's later up in the program. Whew. It's going to be a fun final 40 minutes here on the pregame show. Stephen Lightford in with you, 95.7 The Game. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois.
now back to the pregame show on 95.7 The Game. Here's Stephen Langford. If you're a 49er fan and you've been having that thought go through your head about the Trey Lance and Mac Jones thing, if you haven't at all, of course, I understand that. And if you've had it in your head that, you know, that maybe they should have drafted Mac Jones over Trey Lance, then that's fine too. But the fact that Mac Jones says that pie is overrated, and not just one single pie, but all types of pie, that should sway your opinion about him completely. You should be thrilled that you did not draft this dude. How can you say that pie is overrated? I will listen to pumpkin pie being overrated. I'll listen to that. I'll, I will. But any other pie? That's blasphemy. That's blasphemy. For the 510, Stephen from Hercules, who brought up the prime rib comment. And Stephen, you, you caused an uproar on the text line, my man. But he said that my father-in-law is bringing a turkey, but also making prime rib. So he's going to have both. I love that turkey sandwich the next day. And thank you. Where are you at uh, from the 510? Ross from Friends called that sandwich the moist maker. Yes. Where you put, where you, where you soak the piece of bread in the gravy, and then you put it in between your sandwich, and you create a post-Thanksgiving Big Mac. All about it. All about it. And hey, don't eat my sandwich. All right? If the sandwich is sitting there in the fridge, and I'm at work because I'm going to be working on Friday, it's going to be Cozen Lowe who's going to be in for the morning roast, and I'll be on the board along with Joe Spadoni behind the glass. That sandwich is going to be in the fridge. And if someone eats that sandwich, my job might be in jeopardy. Uh, so we did talk about a lot of overrated Thanksgiving dishes in the first segment. And coming up in the next segment, want to do a little different type of Thanksgiving sports segment where it's called Thanks Taking, where you give your sports takes, whatever it may be, that people should be thanking you for. One where you say it to me, and I'm going to thank you for that take. I'll be like, okay, I appreciate that. Thank you. So we will get to that at about 5.35. But I wanted to play some of this Clay Thompson sound. Because Clay Thompson spoke at the podium and at length after practice, after having his first practice. And, I mean, there's nobody else we want to hear talk than Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson is... The guy that everybody is waiting for. And when we had that conversation last week about the biggest surprises so far this Warrior season, we can always bring up the defense. We can always bring up how well the depth is translating into wins, how, you know, Jordan Poole is starting to emerge. Uh, Andrew Wiggins and just the fact that he's been more aggressive lately. A lot of surprises. But one of the things that was the biggest surprise to me was the way in which we talked about Klay Thompson's return. Because last season, when Klay Thompson was out, we're not speaking about a return. Last season, it was, we need Klay Thompson back. We need Klay Thompson back just to win some games. But now, that conversation is completely flipped. And that could have continued into this year. That same way that you talk about Clay from last season where it's we need Clay back. We need a two-way guard. 
You know, I, I think uh, I think for me, the most biggest surprise, though, is we've been saying, oh, I can't wait for Clay to come back. Can you imagine when Clay comes back how good this team will be? Just the way in which we're talking about that return, that's the biggest surprise for me so far. It's that Clay's more of a Clay, bringing back Clay and Wiseman is more of just a is a luxury at this point. You're playing with house money as opposed to oh, we need Clay back in order to win some games. We need to rush him. There's been no rush. I feel like they've really waited until he's a hundred percent and he's good to go. And one of the things he said at the podium, because he said a lot, he said a ton, but one of the things that he said at the podium, which I really like, and this is something you see with a lot of players and something you haven't really seen um, with Kevin Durant since his return from injury, but it's the player being scared of possibly getting injured again. And here's what Clay had to say about that when he was asked if he might think about that sort of thing on the court. You know, I I, I don't fear getting hurt again because the last two times I did get hurt, it was just such a freak accident, you can say. And I hate that you use the phrase can't wait because I love to be present in my life, but I cannot wait to play in front of our fans again. I uh, really, really enjoy being a warrior. How sad is it to watch a warrior game in the camera cuts to Clay Thompson. And I don't want to say I don't want to say he's in street clothes. I don't like saying that any of these players are in street clothes. What I'm wearing right now, these are street clothes. Some old ass sweats, some socks from 2012 that I just haven't thrown out yet because I'm stubborn when it comes to throwing out my clothes, some hoodie that I bought for $7 back in 2015, some shoes that I got for cheap because they were a good deal. Like, these are street clothes that I'm wearing. These guys are wearing, like, blazers and shades and all these different things. But anyway, that's beside the point. But watching Clay with the camera cuts to him and seeing how badly he wants to be on the court, I don't think I could take any more of that. That's that's a primary reason for me selfishly why I want to see Clay back is because I just don't like seeing it when they cut to him. And, you know, he's happy for the team, but you could also tell he has that itch to get out there. You could tell he really wants to be on the court. I can't I can't wait to see him play in front of fans in that reception he's going to get. That's going to be such a big day. But he was asked about his return date, and here's what he had to say about it. It's definitely a feel thing. It's hard to just put a date on it. Who knows when it could be, but it will be in the first half of the season, hopefully the first trimester. So that's a third, right? A trimester? Yeah. School. There we go. So hopefully sooner than later, because I am um, really excited to get back to balling. And then he talked about ramping up more on the intensity as weeks go by. We're playing like four-minute games. So by next week, hopefully five-minute quarters. We got for that six, seven. And hopefully by in a month, I'm playing 12-minute quarters. And that's when I'm approaching gameplay is around in a month's time, maybe a few weeks after. I'm not sure. But each week is just increasing that level of uh, volume. It's not rocket science, so for me it's just a feel thing. And knowing I will come back, obviously, to a mixed restriction for a while, and I don't want to come back and be a shell of myself. I want to come back like I was last time I was playing, and I was one of the best players in the world. And this is interesting here, and because when he does come back, I don't know what his minutes are going to look like. I don't know what the rotation is going to look like, because Steve Kerr has really tinkered with a lot of it. Steph's minutes have been completely different. Instead of 
Steph playing the entirety of the first and the third quarter and then playing the back half of the second and the fourth. Instead, he plays the beginning of the first, then goes out a little bit. Some of the second, then goes out. Then some of the third. And then hopefully he goes in toward the end of the fourth after playing a majority of the third quarter. That's how he's staggering his minutes. That way he's keeping it within the 35 to 36 minute threshold that Steve Kerr likes to keep it at. But it seems like uh, Steph... And and I'm not even going to put Draymond in the conversation, but it seems like Steph is the only one who has any consistency when it comes to his rotation. All the other guys you might see come in at random times where Kerr's just trying to go with different lineups and see what works. I'm very interested to see what happens uh, with those lineups when Clay comes back. And one guy who we've been talking a lot about with Clay's return and how he'll handle it is Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole has played very, very well as the starting two guard. You know, he's had some inconsistent moments, but we've also seen him go off, and he's proven that he can start in this league and play in this league. But here's what Clay had to say about Jordan Poole. Jordan came in as a rookie who had a a crazy amount of energy, who had a lot of sauce to his game and just needed to harness it a little bit and to see his growth as a player. um, It's incredible. He's playing way above where he was picked at with 26. He's looking like he should have been a lotto pick. And the man is an incredible offensive player. His defense is coming along. And it's just um, it makes me proud to see because uh, he reminded me of myself when I was in my younger years as well with the way we react emotionally to missing shots or having a bad game. I could tell it really bothered him. You like to see that as a vet because that means a guy really cares about his craft. And now to see those hours he had, he, he would, you know, have an off shooting night his rookie year and he would put up uh, hundreds of shots after the game. And that just shows you where what he wants. He wants to be great. And I'm so proud of him. He's an incredible, incredible player. Now, he has come back from those shooting slumps and or those inconsistencies. I'm not even going to call it a slump because a slump would be. He's been shooting, you know, below 25% for all 17 games. Like, that would be a slump. But that confidence, we've seen him come back and really just, you know, put it in the rear view and come out and just even shoot threes even more than the game previous, even if he goes, you know, 0 for 7 one night. He doesn't lack the confidence. But it's a totally different ball game when you're seeing a guy get more minutes than you and is in favor of you, even though he understands that it's Clay Thompson. I mean, how are you supposed to take that guy over? But I want to see how he responds to it. And I'm and, and, and that's another that's another layer to Clay Thompson's return that we're going to be focusing on when he comes back. A lot of it is going to be Clay's defense, how's he how's he moving off ball, all those different things. Clay even talked about his bounce during this presser and how he feels like he has it back, but he doesn't need to use it that much. We're going to be focusing so much on all of that, but I also want to be watching Jordan Poole and how he handles Clay once he starts getting back. I think I think Clay's going to be coming off the bench to start out, but eventually when he makes it into that starting five, I want to see how Jordan Poole handles it because that's just more adversity to overcome as a young player, and that's just it's fascinating to witness. It really is. All right, 888 That's the text line and the phone number. We're always giving thanks on Thanksgiving, and rightfully so. It's in the name. But we're going to do something called thanks-taking next segment, where you give me a sports take at 888 I need your participation on this. 
at the text line or the phone number, you give me a sports take that you feel people should be thankful for. We're going to get a little selfish here on the pregame show. Do you have a sports take that nobody believes you with, but you are stubborn and you really want to, you, 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 you truly believe in what you're saying? People should be thanking you for it. I want to know what that take is at 888-957-9570. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody, on the pregame show on 95.7 The Game. Now back to the pregame show on 95.7 The Game. Here's Stephen Langford. Let's drop. Let it drop. What is drop? There we go. Good morning, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving Eve. This is my last show for the rest of the week. Going to be off tomorrow and off Friday, but we will be live and local for Friday with shows all the way from 6 to 6 like normal. Just no pregame show on the Friday. So this is my last show before Monday. And this is a new segment that I wanted to try out. We went in the first segment with the most overrated Thanksgiving dishes. And and you know what? That's going to be between the listeners who participated at the beginning of that hour and myself. That was the time to keep it secret. That was the time for, I know we want to air grievances during the holidays, but that was the time to air their Thanksgiving grievances was at that 5 to uh, to 5.15 segment. So sorry you missed out on that, but also got into a great discussion over turkey and pie. I love that conversation. Love that conversation. However, wanted to try something new. This is Thanksgiving here on the pregame show. Instead of Thanksgiving, I wanted you to give me a sports take in which you feel people should be thankful that you are giving them that sports take, that knowledge that you have, something that no one else is seeing right now, something that, I mean, maybe some other people agree with you, but something that nobody seems to agree with you on, yet you are firm and steadfast in your take. I want to know from you at 888-957-9570. That's the text line and the phone number, of course, if you want to weigh in. And if, you know, it's 540 in the morning and this segment just doesn't happen to work, we always got some more Clay Thompson sound that everybody loves to hear. So we'll get to all of that. But Mitch in New Jersey is the caller on line one. He's first up here at 888-957-9570. Happy Thanksgiving, Mitch. What is your thanksgiving take that everyone should be thankful for? Happy Thanksgiving again, Steve. Thanks for my call. Hey, that, that sandwich just gave me hungry. I just barely finished breakfast now. Go eat on the food. Too early. Even over here, it's too early. But my take is, Drake London would have won the Heisman this year. I think we should return to USC, bring him back to prominence, get a better coach, so win the Heisman and the Blue Cup again. I think he's going to be a top 10 pick, top 5. First wide receiver, maybe second. I'll, I'll, I'll give some leeway on that, but... Uh, I'm a big believer in Drake One will will not uh, fail as the next USC uh, uh, player. What do you think? And enjoy your long weekend. I appreciate the phone call, Mitch, and I'm going to be a thousand percent honest with you. I couldn't really hear the take. The phone call was a little bit jumbled. I heard USC. I heard Heisman. I like it. I appreciate your participation in it. But I have just one 
it's kind of it's 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 topical. But tomorrow we have our set of Thanksgiving games, and again, triple eight nine five seven nine five seven zero. If you'd like to participate in thanks taking, where you have a sports take that people should be thankful for. Mine tomorrow, the game to watch is going to be the nine thirty game between the Bears and Lions. I know we got I know we got Raiders Cowboys. I understand we got Bills Saints. And even I'm a Raider fan, but I'm not looking forward to that game. If you're a Raider fan, how can you be looking forward to that game? I understand they're playing on the holiday, but good Lord, the way that they've been playing the past few weeks and seeing how dejected Derek Carr is, I don't want to be watching my favorite team on a holiday that I'm going to be enjoying. Last time the Raiders played on Christmas Eve, I mean, I granted, the, these mashed potatoes that we were cooking were, I, I was the one who had to mash the potatoes, and they were more mashed than they've ever been because that was the game where Derek Carr broke his ankle, and I was just angry the rest of the time. I don't need my favorite team to play on Thanksgiving, but if I had to start one out with thanks taking, a take that people should be thankful for, wake up early and watch that game. The fact that Matt Nagy is, it looks like he's going to be fired after this game. Dan Campbell looking for his first win as a head coach, these guys are going to be going at it. And it seems like some players, uh, it seems like Matt Nagy has lost the locker room. Those were the reports that players have spoken out against him and just say that he's and said that he's completely lost them. I think I'm into that game. I'm in for the chaos. Bears lines tomorrow morning at 930. You should be thankful that I'm giving you this take. <laughs> for the 213, my sports take, that's a fact, is... Isaiah Stewart is about that life. Unlike posers like Steven Lenford. Shout out to you, 213. Hey, man, Isaiah Stewart. I, did you read that after after the fact that he his first love was boxing? Could you imagine? I do believe that in sports, a lot of guys, especially in baseball, it's just hold me back, hold me back, hold me back. But, uh, I mean... <laughs> Isaiah Stewart. I think he was. Uh, if he, if no one held him back, if he didn't have the entire Pistons team and coaching staff holding him back, if he would have got to LeBron, oh man! You know, we were trying to talk about that undercard between uh, uh, for Jake Paul and uh, whoever the other fighter is, uh, 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 Tommy Fury. We were talking about the undercard that we'd like to see. I'd put Isaiah Stewart and LeBron right at that undercard. Right there. That's that's what would get me to tune in to Jake Paul versus uh, versus Tommy Fury. But let's go to the texters and the callers here at 888-957-9570. It's Thanksgiving here where you give your sports take that people should be thankful for. We go to the caller at line one. What's your name? Where are you calling from? This is Dre from Lamore. Trey from Lamore. All right, man. You got a take that people should be thankful for. Okay, well, I'm going to give you a little segue into it. The favorite 49er of all time that I miss the most, out of Montana, Young, Lot, Rice, is Eddie DiBartello, because Eddie would not stand for futility. He made sure everything was on the up, and he was going to pay for it, and things were done right. So we should all be thankful for the next Eddie D. Joe Lacob, I am thankful he is the Warriors owner. Things stay in stride. Okay, so we had a couple hiccups right there, but that was due to injuries. I love the man. He keeps our team relevant and on top. And I can see another championship come our way. Interesting. Everybody that's a Warrior fan should be thankful for Joe Lacob. 
I think that we all are. I think that appreciate the phone call. We've been hearing those uh, those comparisons a lot, just with how much those guys want to win, and also how involved they are. Some some owners just are barely involved with anything uh, involving their team, and, and 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 that's weird to me. But the fact that Joe Lacob is, and he's clearly passionate about it, semi, same with uh, Eddie DeBartolo, I think that you're right there, Dre. I appreciate the phone call, and thank you for that take on thanks taking here at 888-957-9570. I, look, he spent a lot of money, Joe Lacob has. He spent a lot of money in order to make this team successful. And, you know, one of those assets that he spent a lot of money on is Clay Thompson. I mean, just for Joe Lacob's sake, because Clay has not, and, and, and you know, I think Clay's going to be a warrior for life, but the fact is, he hasn't played a game yet ever since he got that contract extension. He hasn't. So we're still waiting for that. I can't wait for that. Two of my takes here that I think you should be thankful for. You can thank me for it at AAA 957-9570, or you could weigh in with yours, uh, other than the fact that the Bears and the Lions is going to be the most exciting game in tomorrow's slate of games. Other than that. Uh, but the two quarterbacks for the Raiders and the 49ers. I'll start with Derek Carr. I think Derek Carr and his time in Las Vegas is over. I don't think that... Uh, look, I think he's a good quarterback, at times, but he's shown that by the time, you know, the middle of November to the end of the season, he just doesn't have it. And when it comes to quarterbacks like this, who appear to have the talent, but time after time after time, things just don't go his way. Now, there was the Todd Downing year where he invited his friend Todd Downing to be the offensive coordinator. That just didn't work out at all. But I think that his time with the Raiders has just come to a close. It's time to move on. And that was so I that was such a dumb comment. I know he's I know he's very dedicated and loyal to his team, but I think it was a dumb comment just to say if I'm not a Raider then I'm going to retire because the contract is up after this year and I don't know if he's I really just don't think he'd be worth another contract extension. I think that there is a chance that he could win elsewhere. But everything has been telling him all these moves, whether it's what happened this season with Gruden. It seems like he finally has a number one wide receiver that can play with him and that they've created a rapport with. And then it turns out that that number number one receiver decided to do something that ended in tragedy. Like, Like, I... I just don't... The writing is on the wall, as they say, for Derek Carr. And it's just at the point now where they need to just move on, find another quarterback, see if it works. Because it's been seven years of the same old stuff with Carr, which is he starts off hot, looks like an MVP candidate, and then in the second half of the season, not counting 2016 because of what happened on Christmas Eve, as I mentioned earlier. But I don't think Derek Carr uh, and his time with the Raiders is anymore. I think that they need to make some sort of move at some point. I don't, I, they're not going to start Marcus Mariota. That doesn't instill any faith to win any games. That's all they want to do is stack wins. But I don't think Carr is going to be the starting quarterback uh, for the Raiders next season. And it's the same with Jimmy Garoppolo. Now, unless they, you know, make the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl... Which, you never know. It's the NFL. It could happen. A lot of crazy things can happen in the NFL. 
But even if they get to the NFC Championship or whatever it is, I don't need to see Garoppolo be the starter in 2022. Even though he is under contract, you need to get Trey Lance rolling at some point. Because I think what I saw from the Packers with Aaron Rodgers being out and that whole week where... You know, he where it turned out that he lied about being vaccinated and all those things. Well, when Jordan Love came in, Jordan Love was supposed to be the guy to replace Aaron Rodgers. And it's been a couple of years and he did not look ready. And I'm and and that'd be my worry for uh, for Trey Lance if Jimmy Garoppolo remains the starter in 2022 because I'm already seeing some of that and I'm thinking, well, his play right now, I just think it's increasing his trade value toward the end of the season. I think so. So I, I and you don't trade that amount of picks just to have this guy sit on the bench because your quarterback is playing well along with his receivers and Debo Samuel who is getting yards after after the catch like no other receiver in the league since Percy Harvin back in twenty twelve. So you're welcome. For that take. It's thanks taking here on the pregame show as I've taken up a majority of it. We got a couple of callers here. Thanks taking. You give your take that you feel people should be thankful for. Let's get a little selfish here on the pregame show before tomorrow is all about family and giving thanks and everything like we like we always do on the Thursday. But triple eight nine five seven nine five seven zero. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Yeah, this is B dub. I'm calling from San Francisco. B-Dub from San Francisco. Happy Thanksgiving, man. What's going on? Happy Thanksgiving, baby. Hey, uh, I'm thankful for uh, Posey giving us the years that he gave, you know, to the Giants. You know, he deserved to go out like a winner. And I'm and I'm thankful. My second pick is I'm thankful for Westbrook not turning over the ball and giving the Lakers the, the chance to come back and try to win the game because I'm just thankful for that. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate you, B-Dub. Happy Thanksgiving, man. Triple A nine five seven nine five seven zero from the 408. A thanks-taking take that people should be thankful for. Jimmy will be traded to the Raiders next year. Wow. Could you imagine that? Could you imagine that? Because the two things that, you know, we still have the Raider fan base over here in uh, in the Bay Area. And when we when we talk about the Jimmy G situation, a lot of Raider fans weigh in. It's very That'd be fascinating if that happened. From the 415, a thanks-taking take. Eventually, Jimmy G will play like why the Niners drafted Trey Lance as they try to make the playoffs. Interesting. So you're saying that he's going to drop off, and you realize why they traded you know, traded up in the first round last season and then traded two more future first-round picks in order to get Trey Lance. Interesting. Interesting. From the callers here at 888-957-9570, let's go to line two. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Yeah, this is Ronnie from Backerville. All right, Ronnie from Vacaville. Happy Thanksgiving, man. What's your thanks-taking take here? Um, my thanks is Mike Lynch getting off that line, so we're not getting beat up. And then George Kittle coming back because he's, he's the missing piece that makes that offense work. That's my take. Interesting. Yeah, and, and George Kittle to me is, yeah, we, we all know what he can do, but what he's done in the run game and the fact that they've had the ability to run it 30-plus times in the past couple of games, a lot of that has to do with George Kittle and what he can do blocking. Uh, Darren Waller has proven 
that he's a better pass catching tight end in my opinion just because he's a, a, a little taller and the length that he uses but George Kittle continues to look like more of the complete tight end the dude's pancaking guys left and right, and you don't always need him in the pass game, and he doesn't necessarily have a quarterback that can throw it past you know, 20 yards. And they have completely different styles of football. I'd love to have either one of those guys on my team as well as Travis Kelsey, but George Kittle continuing to prove why he is in that conversation because it's always the conversation, George Kittle, Travis Kelsey, Darren Waller, those three guys, and then everybody else. That's the top tier of tight end. Then it's the rest. Whoever, whoever you want to choose. Guys are on the up and up. They're making their way to it. But what George Kittle's been doing these past couple of weeks, um, it's nothing short of awesome. It's fun to watch. A lot of fun to watch. Where was it? Where, where was the text here from the 831? Langford, your listeners get up before 5, and you just told us to get up early by 9.30 to watch an NFL game. What the hell, man? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 9.30, I guess, is kind of sleeping in at this point, isn't it? I, I I can't tell you the last time that I've woken up past 8 a.m. Really, 8 a.m. Unless, you know, you might stay out late and, you know, go to bed a little later the night before. I haven't woken up uh, past 8 a.m. in quite a while. Or, excuse me, I've woken up earlier than 8 a.m. every single day. Like, that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. And my also thanks-taking take here. A take that you should be thankful for. Debo Samuel should continue to be in the MVP conversation if he keeps going at the rate that he's going. Now, not at a one catch for 15 yards rate, but if he keeps running the football and and, and making the defense guess, that dude is making things work. Now, I just talked about George Kittle, but Debo Samuel also gives the defense something else to think about. Also gives them something else to think about. That's going to do it for thanks taking here on the pregame show. It was the debut. I don't know if it worked. Been doing it for about 16 minutes. The listener participation was whatever. You know, I don't think people really understood it. I don't know if I'm even going to go with it next year. But I gave it a shot, and it's fun to do that on Thanksgiving Eve. But tomorrow, we have the Bears and the Lions. I'm telling you, wake up that early if you want to watch it, though. If you want to watch the best game of the football slate, because you got the Raiders and Cowboys, which could be a good game, but the Cowboys right now are favored by seven and a half, which is a huge number. But I think the uh, I think I'd, I'd take the Cowboys there. Then you got the Bills and the Saints in the night game, and I'm not I'm I'm not about that Saints life anymore. Not with not with Trevor Simeon as a starting quarterback. I don't care to watch them. I will just because it's Thanksgiving. But I'm not that interested in, in, in watching the Saints. I'm not going to go out of my way to watch that football team. I don't think they're going to be contenders in the NFC at all moving forward, even though it is in New Orleans. And New Orleans is always a, a, a cool place to watch the games on TV. But I'm, I'm, I'm really not interested in those, those last couple of games, except for the Bears and the Lions. And I'm a Raiders fan. <laughs> but let's finish off here with some Clay Thompson cuts because he spoke at practice yesterday, and I'd be remiss because it'd be a little too late to play these clips on Monday. So I got these next two days off. Going to be back on Monday, but I won't have time to play any of this. So here's what Clay Thompson had to say just about how he fits this Warriors team at 15-2 and two, who are going up against the 76ers tonight. I mean, we've had some really great years, winning 73 games, going back-to-back. So it's tough to 
to say now more than ever that this team fits my style, but uh, it makes the transition coming back in the lineup so easy. You know, we all know I'm not an ISO player or a guy who's just going to go out and handle the ball all night. I use my teammates to get open. I cut off Draymond Loon. I scream for Steph. So to see these other guys doing what I was doing in the past is great. Uh, and it and just from an observing standpoint, it's so fun to watch. Like on the bench, it's really beautiful basketball. And 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 I was at the Raptors game. Uh, on Sunday, and that was the first game I'd been to uh, since the Rockets game on Christmas. And I was up in the second deck, but you get a good view of the team and how they're operating. And one thing that stood out, even though Jordan Poole and Andrew Wiggins had 33 and 32 points respectively, the way that they were all moving off ball, it didn't seem like there was any one guy who was taking over. You didn't even notice that Jordan Poole and Andrew Wiggins were going off scoring really until you look up at the scoreboard and then you realize, oh, snap, these guys have 20-plus points already? Because you're just so focused on what's going on on the court and they play such a team brand of basketball, it's more... It's more, oh, he's open and he's taking advantage of that opportunity as opposed to him just taking the ball up court and heaving it. Now, granted, Jordan Poole did that a couple of times. I mean, Jordan Poole really hit one from deep once, and I was just like, damn. But they're playing such a good team brand of basketball, and that's why I think everyone is so excited for Clay to come back, among a myriad of reasons. But that's going to do it for me. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. I am so thankful for all of you who listen not only to this show, but to this station, to people that text in at 888-957-9570, to everyone who calls in, to all the callers today, Mitch, B-Dub, Dre, all the callers. I'm really thankful for all of you. Tina and Sunnyvale, who was nice enough to send in a text here at the text line. Just thankful for everybody, man. It's a, it's a, it's a lot of fun. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.